A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Dreams are the, you know, the goulash. Dreams are just like the chili that you make with your leftover thoughts of the day. It's a little bit of, I went to the grocery store. It's a little bit, I talked to my mom. It's a, and then it just goes into the pot and that's the stew of in your subconscious. I yeah. always would get scared when I had like regular dreams. Like I had a dream that I just brushed my teeth and I woke up and I'm like, oh, to Kesha and the Creepies. Today, we have Kyle Kinane. Thank you for coming on Kesha and the Creepies. Oh, you bet, Kesha. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm all My, about them creepies. Yeah, I love creepy shit. And through the grapevine, I've heard you also love creepy shit. I'm a big fan. Got a big old poster of a Bigfoot movie in the background here and some other weird oddities. I love... Okay, uh, Bigfoot's one I never have like fully gotten into. Is that okay. are you a believer in Bigfoot? Well, I I think all my all my beliefs stem from like a real why not? Yeah. Like why not let the world be a little bit more interesting with oddities like maybe, I don't know, the woods, they're pretty big. It's true. I mean, I want to believe in a Bigfoot. I just have never seen super compelling. Every time I see something, it's like so bad that I just need yeah. one thing that's like this is pretty compelling here's a weird like i believe in the loch ness monster but like bigfoot i don't know i just like haven't seen if you know of a documentary or a picture send it to me because i want to believe in bigfoot yeah i don't know what it is like the bigfoot hunters can always like get somebody with a helicopter and an infrared camera but then anytime they do see them they got like a flip phone from 2001 that's what i'm saying i've never seen a good picture of bigfoot here's i'll throw this one at you go on bigfoot is a time traveler. He's got portals in the woods. Oh, I Nobody love that. can catch him because he just travels to another dimension. That's one I've, I've heard. Is, oh, uh, I love that. See, I can totally get behind that. See, can... Bigfoot. Done. Yeah, what if Bigfoot's from the future already and he's not an ape? He's an, he's an advanced human being who doesn't even need uh, clothes or anything anymore. Like, all, all he's all biomechanical inside. He's got all, all his. Uh, he's got psychic abilities. You can throw anything you want at Bigfoot. Okay, see, that's what's fun. I love this because that's how I feel about aliens. So I can just transfer it over to a hairy man in the woods, which is also oh. one of my favorite things are hairy men that are in the woods. So I'm like, I can get on board now. 
Thank you for that. I do I've... live in Oregon. I'm just letting you know. I'm just telling you that now. So well, I was just in Seattle. I was just in Seattle at this like San Juan Islands. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? I haven't been to San Juan Islands, but I know of them. Oh my God. I was just like kayaking with orcas and frolicking with baby foxes. It's so magical up there right now. Really? Is Oregon. Did you get any weird, vi- any weird vibes out there? There Take were weird else? vibes in that like, you know, yeah, I get a little bit of a weird vibe, but I kind of chase the weird vibe. Like I love a weird vibe. Anything that gives me like yeah. a normal vibe, I find to be really boring. So me and my best friend were just like, we got this thing called a coot scoot. We were coot scooting around and getting naked and like jumping in the ocean. And then we found this like hobbit house. I was out, I was out in the desert a few weeks ago, letting the, letting the stars make up new constellations for themselves. Uh, so I, I get it. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna poo poo that. I, I would like a clarification on what a coot scoot is. <laughs> a coot, okay. So a coot scoot okay. is a two person scooter because I didn't want to go on a one person scooter cause I'm codependent. So I made us get a two person scooter and it's really not very cool. There's a flag on the back. It's bright red. It's like screams like we are tourists. We are losers, but it was so fun. Yeah, I, I a two person scooter. I, I, <laughs> it was I, not. You cool. know what? By the end of this, of all of all the mystical things we're going to talk about, <laughs> I think I want to convince you to just get a scooter for yourself okay, and enjoy fine. the freedom that that allows. That's that, that's I think the goal here. Do you believe in the supernatural? Mm-hmm. I do. I struggle with the proof that's presented most of the time much like you are with bigfoot mm-hmm. i think that i hit i kind of had to stop reading about it because i kept i was reading myself out of believing it and it doesn't hurt and it's not hurting anybody if i want to just sit here and i have my own theories about all of it about aliens i think and, and it was supernatural i think that you know we consist of you know electrical energy and and these so energy cannot be created or uh, destroyed destroyed yeah it it's only transferred now i know a lot of people say that that's the when when you decompose it's the critters that eat you and it's where the energy goes but what about like there's electrical synapses in your mind and i feel like that maybe if uh, if uh, someone is taken in a abrupt manner that that elect that electrical energy has to manifest itself somewhere not as like a you know i see a woman with a gown coming down the stairs but just as you know a little extra flash of the lights in your house or something like that that i think it does go somewhere i do too in a a scientific sense you know me too same i've had um all sorts of people on this podcast but it's people that have seen weird shit and then also people that can explain it in a way that i can't with science backing because I I always love hearing how certain things are possible backed by science. Big fan of science. Yeah. Science. But so you believe in ghosts. Well, here's one of the things that I read that bummed me out is that a lot of times people seeing apparitions, they've actually figured out like when it's in larger buildings, hotels and such that the air conditioning, large air conditioning units can create a frequency that actually will vibrate your eyes to a point where that's where you think you're seeing something and they look like, like oh that. people always see ghosts this like ghosts in these types of buildings it's like oh it's because these these high volume air conditioners hmm. will like create a frequency that resonates with i'm like well that's even scarier knowing that my eyes can jiggle without me knowing it like that's oh terrifying yeah. in its own right um for sure and then just like see people that aren't there i call well, bullshit that, that's the that's the thing like like i've seen a figure or anything i um i have a not uh sleep paralysis okay and once i read about sleep paralysis, i'm like oh that explains so many things that happens because sleep paralysis i don't know if you've ever experienced that can you explain it what what it is exactly oh yeah it sucks real bad oh no okay Uh, great it's (laughs) It's like it's the opposite of sleepwalking. Like sleepwalking, your mind's asleep, but your body's awake. Okay. Sleep paralysis is your body's asleep, but your mind's in between dreaming and being conscious. So, so 
You can't move? If I'm falling asleep, well, no, if I'm falling asleep, I know where I'm at. I'm in my bed. There's my glass of water. There's my clock. You know, my phone's plugged in over there. And also, there's a 10-foot-tall shadow person in the corner. And it's just as real as all these other things because I think I'm still awake. And then you're like, well, that's scary. Maybe I should move and get out of here. And then you can't move your body. Oh, my God. So that sucks real bad. And it's... uh, (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) What I've heard of... uh, Now that I know that it's happening... I kind of try to control because if you can control that, that's where people get into lucid dreaming. Oh, true. And it's, yeah, okay. I've so I you've heard of lucid dreaming, right? Yeah. Where you could basically control your dreams. Yes. And that's where the sleep paralysis is. You're kind of opening the door to that possibility, but it's real hard to get through because once you realize, oh, I'm dreaming, cool, I, I wake up. Uh, okay. Because once I address the reality of it, I wake up. I, I, come out of it what about the shadow person <laughs> who's the person oh it's it's the you know, it's usually now that i know that it's happening i get myself out of that situation because i like being i like being scared like haunted houses and everything but that's too real and then it wakes me up i can't fall asleep afterwards but it's like it's a lot of times you'll see uh, in history uh, like old drawings of like a demon sitting on somebody's chest yeah or a demon sitting at the end of the bed and it's always an ominous figure can't really make out features, but it's just as real as all the other elements in my room. That's mm. what's like when you're in a dream, like, well, there's a demon, but also I'm flying on the back of a giant salmon yeah. and you know, like dream, dream, dream shit's going on. But yeah. this is like, no, I just went to bed. I just got in my bed 10 minutes ago. I know where I am. That's Why is that in my room? Horrifying. It's something. Well, like, okay. Now I can control it. So, <clears throat> so. When I'm in a dream and it's scary because I have scary dreams a lot, but I'm usually like, I know it's a dream. I'll pinch mm-hmm. myself in the dream and try to wake myself up, especially because one time I convinced myself this isn't the same as yours. Yours sounds really scary, but I convinced myself that I'd walked over to the toilet and I could pee and I was sleeping on my mom's couch and I just peed all over her couch. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I was like, I need to figure something out. So maybe try this. I pinch myself in my dreams to see if I'm really awake. And then if I'm not feeling the pinch, then I'm like, don't pee. You're asleep. Your brain is tricking you. Hey, you're gonna, don't pee. Don't pee. <laughs> well, at least you got that part under control. That's all I have under control in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, I don't pee in my dreams. So I got that going for me. <laughs> Well, you know, there's the one that I think I, I learned it from watching that movie, Waking Life. You ever see that? Oh, my God. Yeah. In like high school. Though. So, yeah. Yeah. We all saw it a long time ago. But the fact that like you can't uh, read or turn lights on and off in a dream. Oh, And I yeah, just had true. a dream last night. There was something where I was dealing with somebody like they almost hit me with their car or something. So I was like, well, I'm going to get this license plate. And I remember specifically going up to the license plate. And realizing it wasn't a letter and that the letters were painted over. And I was like, oh, I'm in a dream. I can't read this license That's, plate. I would feel so relieved. <laughs> I always feel relieved when I know I'm asleep because it's usually my, the dreams I remember are usually really fucked up. I don't know if this is the same for you. Like you said, you just got hit but by a car or something. Yeah, but that's my problem with like dreams are always fucked up because that's what dreams dreams are the, you know. The goulash, dreams are just like the chili that you make with your leftover thoughts of the day. It's a little bit of, I went to a grocery store. It's a little bit, I talked to my mom. It's a, and then it just goes into the pot and that's the stew of in your subconscious. I yeah. always would get scared when I had like regular dreams. Like I had a dream that I just brushed my teeth and I woke up and I'm like, oh, oh God. that scares me more. Because either that means my subconscious is so filled with crazy, scary shit that even my my being is like, don't give him that. That's too much. That's he can't handle that. Or I'm just that boring of a person that even when my brain can go wild, it's like, nah, give him the toothbrush dream again. That scares me more. <laughs> if I had a toothbrush <laughs> dream, I'd be more scared that I'm like, oh no, am I just really boring? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not creative. I'm not an artist. Even my dreams are dumb. <laughs> be a drag. No, I have like nightmares solidly, like every single night. So. I'm, well, yeah, my, it's not fun. I, the sleep paralysis, thank God I've never had, like we were talking about, where you can't move. But I do yeah. scream in my sleep and throw punches when I'm sleeping. 
my buddy does that too. Like, really? Will fight in his sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like. Well, have like, you hit? Have you hit anybody? Oh yeah. And I like kick my feet. I'm just like ready to fight in my dreams. I'm just like always. Have you had? Have Have you had to explain it? Oh yeah. The next day, like, oh no no, I was uh, don't worry, I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you're cool. I was just asleep. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Especially when you're like dating, dating and throwing yeah. punches in your sleep, it's not a cute combo. 
But I just like, like you said, it's kind of like a mishmash of everything that's going on in my brain. And I guess in my sleep, I just really want to punch somebody. So that's what's happening in my I mean, if you're, getting, those ni- if you're getting nightmares every night, I'd say maybe. Like, I, I get nightmares since almost they're every, every night. night do, you, do you just go to bed and like, all right, here we go. Yeah, I do. Like I'm sitting like, in rush hour, like ugh. you accept it. Totally. I'll like meditate and be like, okay, kitties. We're going to go to the scary place where your mom's going to throw punches. Just watch out. Uh, like, that's every night. It's kind of fucked up. Like, I really hate. I Like, I love sleeping, but I also hate the process of going to sleep because I know there's scary shit waiting for me on the other side. That's the I would get that with the sleep paralysis because I'd lay there drifting off to sleep and then just, oh, cool. Demon's back. No. How often does this happen? <laughs> We have to figure something not, out. This is not okay. Not often anymore because I know like, oh, if I even get the sense of it, I I know I need to move my body because that's the paralysis part. It's like, yeah. oh, all I, all I need to do to get this demon to go away is move my body and then you can't move. Oh, so fuck, I'm awake. So I know I'm in my room, but I'm paralyzed and there's a thing over there. Uh, I But if... Have you tried, a, have you messed around like with valerian root or melatonin, done all those kind okay, of things? Okay, melatonin gives me worse dreams. And valerian, so, yeah. I have tried that. I'm not sure if it does anything. Do you think it helps? It calms me down, puts my dumb ideas to rest for the I'm night. I'm like, I'm going to try it. This past year has been a little slower on the craziness. Yeah. A little. I liked, I liked it. I like just, I feel bad that I've enjoyed quarantine. Um, don't you usually tour? Yeah, that part I missed. But yeah. I was getting more. I I, I like, I, I appreciated the forced, like, slow down. Appreciate the things in your life. Me appreciate too. the people in your life. I appreciated the time to appreciate all the things in my life that have kind of gone accidentally underappreciated. And like the yeah. flowers in my yard I notice and talk to and things like that. Where I do actually get to slow yeah. down. So I appreciate that. But I also recognize it's been a hell of a year and almost a half. But there yeah. are parts that I think have been really helpful for me. Like it's been nice yeah. to be able to talk to people like you. Just I get to sit down and have a conversation. Before this, I hadn't mm-hmm. taken a shower or been able to take a piss without somebody being like, you have to be on a phone call. You're so busy. Yeah, you got to go on stage. So it's nice to like be a person. I I had like I was joking with somebody. I had like three things to do in one day last week. I'm like, what am I a CEO? I don't know how to do this. Like it's like I, I never want to work again. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back to all this stuff. I like this. I'm good with this. I take walks. I smile at dogs. I never look at the people. I always smile at the dogs. I look like an extra psycho. Like, I forget that I look like how I look, and I'm just walking around waving at animals and shit. So oh, like, my right, God. No. You sound like in a In L.A., that's fine. Now I'm, in the, now I'm in the suburbs, and people are, like, <laughs> looking at me through their blinds. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I look like I oh, crawled out of the ground. Love that. I love your look. Just for the record, I have. I love well, a beard. Always have. Always will. Plenty love to go beard. around on this one. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I think you look excellent, but side note, did you know that John Wayne Gacy committed his murders 30 minutes away from where you're from? Uh, yeah, that was the big joke. Cause he was also a contractor. So it was always like, Oh, they're going to come tear up your driveway looking for kids. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm la- I mean, I'm laughing at it. Cause that was the joke that I would always hear at like barbecues and everything. That <laughs> like our, my dads and uncles would like make jokes about it's so yeah. dark. Yeah, there was. We had John Wayne Gacy. I mean, listen, we're no Wisconsin. All right, okay, true. Wisconsin has just Dahmer. Be well, it's got beer and the friendliest regular, just beer drinking folks, and then real, real psychos. And I don't know what the split is. Like, I part of me. I was trying to make jokes about how if you live in a city especially an apartment, like you're forced to know your neighbors. So there's assholes, but there's not as many psychos because like I got shared walls. Like I know if you're doing some nefarious stuff. Now I'm in the suburbs with distance between people 
And there's way more weirdness happening in the suburbs than people realize. I used to deliver pizzas and you encounter way weirder characters in the suburbs. It's always like, oh, the guy had like nine people caged up, not in an apartment, in a basement in the suburbs because yeah. you can have a basement in the suburbs. In a crawl space. <clears throat> he had 30, yeah. like 30 bodies or 26 or 28 of them are under the house. All the bodies. And I'm wondering, because you live in the suburbs. Yeah. Could you like, couldn't you smell that from next door? I think enough Febreze and. Uh, oh, Febreze doesn't actually upstairs. get rid of odors. Doesn't anybody know this? Like, why do all straight men think Febreze does something good? All it does is smell like poop and Febreze or like cat shit and Febreze. It's so disgusting. Well, <laughs> I've, okay, so I, I I was always a sucker for a little Febreze and a little incense because I figure <laughs> those two things against like, fixes stuff. It just makes it stink I mean, I worse. I would open a window. I, <laughs> well, all right. So Febreze doesn't work if you're trying to keep a bunch of bodies in the basement outside of the <laughs> the lime and whatever else they use. Don't use Febreze. Hey, serial killers, hey. listen to this. Don't use Febreze. It just stinks more. Febreze. Fragrant corpses. <laughs> But oh. I love that's why I love delivering pizzas because like any kind of weirdo just open their door. That sounds so like scary see like, to me. I don't know why delivering pizzas sounds it, like a scary job. Maybe I've been watching too many be. movies or something. Tell me the weirdest shit you saw delivering pizzas. I want to know. It was usually like just getting invited in to do drugs with people. Oh, people love getting the pizza dude, like getting him a beer or getting him stoned because he's the pizza nice. guy. And people, yeah, I was always appreciative of that kind of generosity. It was always weird when it was like with a family, though. When like, I remember I went to one house. We would go to this apartment complex, and this is a bit grotesque. There was a, this was like it was a bad apartment complex, and I don't think like Domino's or Pizza Hut would deliver there because of insurance reasons, because that's oh how God. bad it was. So I I just worked for my friend. He's like, oh cool man, we got a hundred percent of the business over at this apartment. We'd go there, and it was a place where you're like, oh, I got to ch- put all my money in different pockets. So if I get robbed, I just go to one pocket and give them that money. You got to split up your money. No. My buddy got robbed, and they took the pizza. That's rude. I think he offered. He's like, he's like, you want the pizza, too? And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm sure, you know, that gets your adrenaline going. You get hungry after a robbery. But I, I delivered to this family. It was like a mom and teenage son, like a little kid. And then I get halfway down the staircase. I just hear, hey, pizza man, you want to smoke some killer doge? And I was like, well, <laughs> yes, uh, I sure. And I just he let me in. And then he goes, hold. I gave me a bowl and he goes, hold on. And the mom just took the pizzas. Mom and the little kids is eating the pizza in the dining room. I'm like, how's it going? I'm like, hi. I'm starting to feel a little bad about this environment, mostly yeah. for the kid. Like, well, you should. And I just hear all this glass break in the back room where this kid had gone to, this teenager. He's just, I just hear, fuck. And he comes out. He's like, I had like a five-foot graphic, so I was going to have you hit, man. I just busted it. <laughs> so I was the reason this guy broke his five-foot graphics bong. <laughs> but then he's like, I'm real sorry, man. And he just let me. I just sat on their couch smoking a bowl, watching TV. Sounds so While awkward. they just ate pizza in the other room. Oh, my God. Let's get into Aliens. Go. What's your stance? Oh, I'm <laughs> well, going. I'll go. I, oh, I'll go. I can. I'm happy to go too, but I want you to go first because I'm just curious. I know what I think. All right. Um, here's my thought on aliens. Uh, that one, it's that it's, it's future humans coming back to see. For sure. You know, That's what I think. Maybe it's like t- it's tourism. You know, it's time travel tourism, possibly. Oh. Why do we constantly look at aliens to be of a Shit. Why do they all have to be like a human form or somewhat? We're always expecting them to be like, oh, it's still got a head and eyes mm. and wears like a shiny jacket or something. Like, why why can't aliens be microorganisms that are coming to Earth? They could be. Uh, I mean, Alice know, Cooper thinks that COVID mm. is an alien. Kind of blew wow. my mind. Did he just say that and just was like pieced out on you or did he have like an explanation? He like kind of explained a little bit, but he was just like, did you ever think that maybe COVID's an alien? And I was like, no, I, 
I didn't. Should we call somebody? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, octopuses. Look at octopuses. Oh my God, I love. Okay. They're genius and we should not eat them. Personal stance, I also think it's weird and it's usually a pig butthole, but I love oh, yeah, octopi. <laughs> And they're so smart and magical. I really don't think we should be eating them. There's like a PSA. Much like, yeah. Well, I stopped because I found out they can like open jars from the inside and escape. And then I was like, they're too smart. I already stopped eating all the land meat. A little taste gets in there maybe once or twice a year. But I stopped eating land meat. And I'm like, all right, we'll just fish. And I started learning about different seafood. I learned about octopus. I love calamari, but then if it's a pig buttholes, I can't have that because. Well, what they say there about scallops that it's just like a manta ray that they put a cookie cutter in. Oh my god, that's so depressing. (laughs) Really? But maybe the manta ray is that maybe they let it live and it's just more aerodynamic. Oh my god. Well, I don't need those either. (laughs) Either of the above. So. I'm good, but yeah, no, I don't think we should be eating things that look like the way those things look. Like, I won't eat an ugly creature. Like, I would... Here's the thing. You won't eat ugly stuff? No. Just cute stuff? What, like baby horses and things? (laughs) No, no, no. What are you eating that's only (laughs) adorable? (laughs) No, I just... You know what? I went by, like... I was like, like, if I can't kill the animal... Yeah, yeah. Like I went, I went hunting to find out how. Like, could I do it? It's so interesting. Hunting. Okay, go on. And I sh- and I, so I shot the birds out of the sky, and then we ate the birds. But I had to sit. I was pulling the feathers out and everything, and I was like, "Well, I don't feel great about this. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it." But then I think about how nonchalantly I would eat other things. Yeah, you know, chicken or beef or anything. How casually I'm like, well. If I don't think I could kill it, then maybe That's I shouldn't eat my it. My philosophy not... too. There he is, flounder. Yeah. Everyone out there who's listening, which we maybe have lost some people at this point. If you're listening, hey. Google what a flounder's face looks like and tell me if you want to eat that. Because I don't. It's fucking Maybe that's weird. better to eat the ugly things. You're putting them out of their misery. That's I'll eat. <laughs> I eat. What, what's the one that swims upstream? Sa- salmon, salmon go upstream. Yeah. Yeah. Like that just sounds dumb to me. So I'll eat them because they seem dumb. That's so mean. They're cute. Well, they're nice yeah, guys. But what, like you still you got all these years of evolution and what it's done for all these other creatures. You live. You you can look at an octopus. You live in the same home as an octopus in the sea. And you could look at an octopus and go like, look, look what you're doing with this environment. Meanwhile, I got to go back upstream to get laid. I got to go against the force of a river so I can bone down in the place I was born and then Aww. die. See, like, I think that's chivalrous. Would... That's so romantic. I think we're writing a Pixar movie right now. <laughs> I think that's what we're doing. We're right. There's like one fish that's like, I got dreams. Oh and the rest God. of them are like, you can't. You got to go up the river and... I don't know if it's the male or the female that go up the river. I also think that aliens could. My mom thinks that they live in the ocean, but they're like, they take their ships and they're kind of like humanoid creatures that live in the ocean. I personally think that when you said that earlier, I always have thought aliens are us in the future, time travel, maybe it's a different dimension. Like they're definitely us evolved Mm -hmm. um, coming back. But then when you said that, it made me think, like, are we just like zoo creatures here? Like, and they're coming back. Well, human. <clears throat> yeah, the human zoo theory. Well, is that a thing? I just, when, like, pe- when people say they see it, well, yeah, that, that, we're, that people are just coming by and going, whoof, look at that one. Like, think about yeah. how many different um, universes and galaxies in exi- exist, and how many possibilities for a planet similar to Earth to start up on a different timeline, to start millions of years ago, but had had oxygen and water and all the components that could create a human-like creature. And how many have like, uh, like been developed and then died off? Like we could be one of thousands of different Earth-type planets. Sure. Maybe millions. In, in, how, in we don't galaxy. know. 
Yeah. So that's the Fermi paradox is the one of like, well, if there's intelligent life out there, why haven't we been visited by it? Like the possibility seems obvious that something must have developed similar to ourselves. Yeah. Or an intelligent, quote unquote, intelligent uh, type of being. I have to put intelligence in quotes because I tripped and fell into the cat's litter box last night. So oh my God, I'm not including, that's yeah, amazing. I'm not including myself <laughs> in the intelligent being thing here, but you know what I'm saying, collectively. Were you stoned? So, Were you sleepwalking was, or stoned? Um, I was drunk, Kesha. Oh, right? so, Sam, okay. Save your judgment. I thought we I weren't am, judging. I but, thought I'm not we judging. weren't judging. I just want the full story because I have four cats and one of my main quarantine activities has been cleaning litter boxes so we could like go to town on that topic i'm the only good news out of this is that it's a stray cat that lives in the garage and does not use the litter box at all so oh, fortunately so you just i fell into, into a clean a, one a fresh litter box <laughs> well did you have fun is the main question <laughs> I think I did, but I was more ashamed that I did that than normally I could laugh that stuff off. Just give it like a week. I'm laughing about it because it's funny. Kesha, can we leave me falling in a litter box out of this and get back to the Fermi paradox, please? Fine. Can we get back to the scientific reason aliens exist? Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Go. Go. Sorry. (laughs) I'm a little ashamed. I'm a little embarrassed. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Go back. Rewind. Go. It was. I just had to sweep it up before this. Um, (laughs) Are you hungover? Are you okay? (laughs) I'm very elastic with uh, my drinking. (laughs) I got some coffee. I got a Topo Chico bubble water over here. Okay, perfect. We're going to be fine. You're smashing that. You're smashing this conversation. This isn't my first rodeo. (laughs) (laughs) And by rodeo, I mean falling into a cat box. Um, I think <laughs> that there's a possibility that, yeah, we're visited as a point of reference for other cultures that have developed this ability to travel. I get upset when people are like, oh, there, I saw the spaceship and then I could see through the window there was creatures in it. Like, why? Why do we still think spaceships need windows? Like, oh, as a psychic being, but they still need a window so they could find out how to land. Like, what? What? I agree with why? you there. Aliens could be a, a strange sort of consciousness mm-hmm. that exists, or a microscopic element that travels and explores, you know, in, in a that, that that's all around us right now, and then can all then travel as a a gas or a cloud or something away into where they're from. So that's a beautiful that thought. Tr- yeah, the traditional definition of an alien, I kind of get. That's why I think they're pe- if they're real and people are seeing these figures that have two legs and two arms and hands and their eyes are just bigger and their brains inside their head are bigger. That's where I'm like, oh, that's where I feel it's this future human civilization. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I totally think so too. And when you said like they come back, that like blew my mind. I've never heard the the human zoo theory. Is that what you called it? Yeah, that just that they would come back to either as a tourist, as like a. I mean, imagine if you had the concept of time travel and you're or or d- dimensional travel. Mm. Maybe they're coming here to see mistakes that we're making. I you know, was like, thinking that. I didn't want to say it, but I was going to say, like, maybe they're coming back to be like, whoa, well, that's fucked up. They well, fucked up. And why people, that's the mix of, like, why people think they see things around military bases. Now, you could just accredit that to, like, the military working on some top secret stuff. Or is it some sort of warning from... Mm. beings or elsewhere like hey uh we're not supposed to mess you know the, the back to the future type of thing you can't really mess with a timeline interesting but maybe they're like hey don't uh maybe don't do that maybe don't, maybe don't use come nuclear up here. weapons yeah no shit i mean yeah in my brain no shit but i i did see some weird thing in the desert have you ever seen something that you thought was like alien or spaceship or ufo Anything like that with your own eyeballs? No, and that's the one I don't want to go looking for it too much because I feel like the human, the 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 mind and the imagination can manifest things mm-hmm. if you want it bad enough. So I try to go like, I try to be like, all right, if you're out there, let me let me see it. But I have that's not. That's like so. okay. That's how when I just was up near you in Seattle. That's how mm-hmm. I have to be with animals i'm obsessed with like critters so there are these sure, sure. baby foxes and i was like okay don't be thirsty just like sit here and like act like you don't care be cool but like mm-hmm. you want it so i'm putting it i'm like manifesting like 
please come and like show yourself to me, but I'm not being a thirsty bitch, like on your own time, not being like good vibes. Yeah. Just really good vibes. And then the last day, almost missed the flight. Five baby motherfucking foxes scampering around, throwing a little dead bunny around, having so much fun with like its tail. It was the cutest shit I ever saw. So mm. happy. So I do feel that there's an idea of like energy or good yeah. vibes that you could put. Like you could tell when you walk into a room where people have just finished arguing. Oh, versus God, yeah. a room that if people have just finished making out or something. Oh yeah. Even if their fa- even if their faces aren't at you, you can like, oh, I can feel the energy in this room. Yeah. Yeah, the vibe. So I feel like maybe having the right vibe, not quite going into a psychic ability, but like people that experience ghosts. Mm-hmm. They just have an openness and an ability like I don't I don't necessarily believe most people that are like, oh, I can see ghosts and I talk to spirits. Like if you could really talk to spirits, spirits could communicate with you. Your life would be hell. Oh, true. Like imagine, I think that was like, it was like a Matt Damon movie or something where he's like, he was legit psych in his life because people were just hunting him down. Oh, because they wanted to like give messages. Yeah, and so like, oh, you need to contact this person. People are like, you know, the death of a loved one is a devastating thing. Or you would be weaponized by the military. If you, oh, like you're psychic, the military is going to kidnap you. Just like they take anybody who's like a hacker or something. Like, oh, you can hack into stuff? Well, here's your options. Prison or you work for us, you know? I'll like think I'm psychic sometimes and then I'm usually just being paranoid or have anxiety. But then- Sometimes that anxiety and paranoia ends up being right. So then I'm like, is that psychic or am I just like a catastrophist that thinks of all the worst case scenarios? You tell me. I like catastrophist as a word. I haven't heard that one before. (laughs) And I dig that as a word. (laughs) You can have it. Use that wherever you want. (laughs) It's like a special kind of artist. Mm. Like I like that. Yes. I, I am a special kind of artist I, I, and the catastrophe. I like, yeah. I think that's another reason why I was saying, like, I don't like to really, I kind of like, and this, these are my opinions, but if somebody goes to a psychic, they're already, they're already searching for something. Mm-hmm. So they're already putting themselves in a vulnerable place. Yeah. You know, it's when it's like, I've gone to haunted houses. I've gone to, and seen like one time I was in one place where like, oh, and this was the nursery that the kids used to be in. And if you speak to the children, we put toys in here for them to play with. Love that. And I saw it was Bobby Mackey's Music World. I don't know if you know about that place. It's, it's Wait, one of the I've places that claims it? to be. What is, where's that? It, it's on the border of Kentucky and Ohio or Kentucky and Indiana. I think it's right outside of Cincinnati, the one that's right on the river there. So I think I it's just on the I'm other like side. from Tennessee. I should know this. And I used to go from Tennessee okay. to Indiana all the time, which is like creepy little route. Yeah. Well, this this is like a like the river. It's like a, a it's like an old honky tonk bar on a river, but it used to be a brothel. It used to be this bootlegging stop because it was on the river. And they claim it's one of the most haunted places. Every place is the most haunted I place love in the world. The like most haunted. Got What's the, it called? What's it called? I want to go to this place. B- Bobby, Bobby Mackey's, Mackey's Music World. Music World. And okay. uh, yeah, I went with my sister. Yeah, we went to like, we're like, all right, we're going to go take this road trip. And we're going to go to haunted places. And so we went on a month. It's still open on the weekends. Well, I don't know about now, but like it's a bar with live music and everything. It's just, you know, like a bar in Kentucky with live music and an open dance floor. Yeah. So I'm sure on a weekends, it's a pretty fun spot. But we went on a Monday when this a woman would just give tours okay. of the haunted stuff. Yeah. And so right away we get there we're like, oh, we're doing a fun road trip. And the woman she's the, that answers the door, she's like, well, is there another couple? There's supposed to be four people. And we're like, oh, no, we, it's just us. We don't know about the other couple. And we just she goes, all right, I don't like doing this with less than five people. Like, now I'm thinking she's trying to put it on, right? She was just like, I don't like doing this without enough people. Oh, because it's creepy? So she, or because she... Because it's scary. Oh. We're the only people in there. Okay, go on. And so she's giving us a tour and this happened over there and a guy got shot there and they see a ghost over there and all this stuff. But so it used to be a brothel 
and it had a nursery for the children of the working ladies yeah. to be looked after in this area. It's nice. And she's like, and if you kick the ball, like 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 little toy balls and everything, it'll roll back here. This is where the drain is. So that's the lowest point in the room. That's not like a ghost thing. Yeah. And so I tap one of these balls and it rolls around the floor and comes back to where the drain is. But then it goes, it wasn't going fast enough, in my opinion, to be able to go back up the other side, but it came back up right to between my feet. It rode past the low point of the floor and then went uphill back towards me. And now, then did it stop when it hit your feet? It stopped. Yeah, it just came there and stopped at my feet. And that was the one time where I was like, ooh, this got me scared. Now, I wasn't in there. I didn't measure the floor. I wasn't down there doing a golfer stare, trying to see what the angles were or anything. But me and my sister looked at each other like... We came here for fun, and now we're actually scared. <laughs> so we got our money's worth on that one. I think the most fun emotion is being scared. I don't know what that says about me, but like I love scaring the shit out of myself. Like if I if that happened to me, I feel like I won the lottery. Where have you been? Like what what's the most scared you've gotten? Mm, okay, there. Like where you're like, oh, this isn't really fun anymore. I feel like yeah. I may have tempted something you know yeah okay there's a, actually a brothel in fort worth that i stayed at with my band and mm -hmm. i had multiple people be like fuck this shit i'm going to sleep on the bus there's no light or electric or air conditioning but like fuck this i'm going to the bus because one door just kept opening and closing it's the same place that i had previously had a weird experience at like i thought i saw a woman at the end of the bed and she kind of touched my leg and I woke up and I wasn't scared and I felt mm -hmm. sad for her. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm seeing an apparition of a person and I'm not scared. I'm like more channeling her. It was just like sad. I felt sad. Yeah. Because she seemed like stuck. And well, so I yeah. took my band back there. And so that was scary. And then there's a place in Milwaukee. Have you ever been to the rave? No, I haven't. I know of the rave though. It's like where Jeffrey Dahmer across the street used to take people and chop them up, have some snacks. They tore He's, down everything he was a part of in Milwaukee. Tore I down know. the building he lived in, the the candy company that the factory worked at. They moved the really? whole thing out of town. Yeah. They tried they're just trying to erase. They don't want any of that kind of notoriety. No cannibal behavior. Would you uh taste a uh human flesh? Well so I was thinking about this. My sister in law so my brother and his wife had a baby and the placenta came out and I'm the godmother. And so she proceeded to paint with the placenta. So she took it out. It's this ugly, weird thing. Do you have kids? Have you seen a placenta? No. They're fucking weird. No. It's a sack that's made in a lady and it's beautiful I would... and it is gorgeous, <clears throat> but it's very weird because we were painting with it. So we like flopped it on... It looks like a, it's like kind of like a jellyfish. I don't know. So we flopped I, it on I'm the canvas. <laughs> <laughs> then we like flopped it on another canvas. Everyone had their turn with the placenta to make like a, it's like a handprint, but with the placenta, right? So then she boils the placenta and was like, who's going to eat it? And it was like this uh, test of like, who's, who has the balls to eat this placenta? And I was like, fuck it. I do. I will. I'm the godparent. I'm the godfather. Give me the placenta. And I ate the placenta and I was the only one that would do it. I was really proud. Oh, there's that hangover coming up for me. <laughs> um, oh, wow. That's, that's something else. That's so, something else I didn't think I was going to get into here. So, so uh, I think I, di I ate a piece of a person. Did, did you yeah did you get into this with alice cooper it seems like he would like i mean come on king of shock rock why don't we cover this with alice cooper while he was on I so tried. all right so a gritty a gritty tampon i i mean i've like just eaten burritos that i found on truck bumpers but that's, that's mostly way more I, gross that's mostly i don't like food waste and i drink and i get hungry Oh, well, that, and the combination of those beliefs <laughs> kind of manifests itself like, hey, is anybody finishing this? And I just go for it. Uh, I, I haven't found a placenta in any of those. It's you don't know. Like, uh, well, you don't I mean, know. You may have been eating a human remains burrito. You have a podcast, The Boogie Monster, that talks about weird shit and fried chicken. 
Uh, well, yeah, it really started about uh, trying to cover supernatural and unexplained phenomenon, but somehow we always kind of wind up talking about food. Well, that's we what got, we did it, here. We, it, it, much like, much <laughs> like this, it all comes back to that common, that shared experience of dining. <laughs> oh my god! It <laughs> what does. you dine on—that's the interesting part. Yeah, yeah. We do the boogie monster every week. I'm, a, I'm finally starting to tour again. Oh yay! So Wait, shamelessly dates. promote yourself right now. Um, Tell everybody where to find you and what you're up to. Go. Oh, okay. Well, my name's Kyle Kinane, and I'm on the internet as Kyle Kinane. It's real simple. It's everything. It's just my name. Nothing fancy. You go to the website. There's going to be dates up there. I'm just, I'm excited to get to telling jokes and hopefully not being presented with body parts after shows. I don't want to, I don't, don't give me like an igloo cooler and be like, don't worry. Just open it, open it when you get back to the hotel. Like I'm not, I'm no thank you for that. No thank you. But yeah, KyleKinane.com. KyleKinane.com yeah. and the Boogie Monsters podcast, and you're going on mm-hmm. tour. Yeah, we're getting things are getting back to normal. For Yay. well, after that conversation, I don't know if we can say <laughs> that. But. You can just consider this like the finale of the weirdest fucking year and a half of our lifetime, and I then like it's just it. going to get really normal, really easy, and really fun after this. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be like like worldwide spring break and people are just going to go bonkers. Oh, I have, <laughs> people... fe- I have a feeling people are just going to go full naked orgy crazy. I have one quick question I need to ask you before I can let you go. Mm-hmm. What is a secret conspiracy that you would like to start on my show? Oh, that I can start? Yeah, like free reign. Well, because I had one proven. Oh, well, go there. That I th- it was that Trader Joe's parking lots are made too small on purpose to make them seem more popular. Oh, really? And then that got, then a friend of mine was Trader complaining about Joe's. it online. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Everybody loves you, Trader Joe's. Don't be shady. But, but do you love it because does everybody love it or is that parking lot just full up all the time because there's only five spots? No, I love it because they have gummies that are in the shape of sea creatures. Well, now we're going back to the fish. <laughs> now we're looping right back around. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you for joining me today, <laughs> Kyle Kinane on Cash in the Creepies. So appreciate anybody who's stuck with us through this journey thank you for listening thank you for being here keep on creeping on keep it creepy and i'm going to send you some pictures of weird fish well thanks for having me kesha i appreciate it A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.